Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm starting to feel more and more strongly that Thanksgiving dinner should be at least a quarterly thing. Sarah for mayor. Sometimes all I want out of life is a nice bowl of chips and salsa. I hear that, sister. Hey, remember when social media was fun? Mm -mm. <sighs> Me either. <laughs> 
got accosted by a wild turkey, then swam with the dolphins. In the wise words of Jane Fonda circa 1982, no pain, no gain. Jane knows it. Have such a good day. Hello world, welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. It's episode 174. Indeed it is, Sarah Lane. With Heather Frank, (laughs) with me at the helm. I don't know, like, I don't actually know what at the helm means, but I assume that we're both at the helm. I think it's like a ship thing. It's a ship nautical thing. Yeah, I believe it's a, you know, I don't really know the term. I get, like, confronted with, like, sailor terminology when I do crossword puzzles because they do those a lot and I'm like I don't know what the back of the ship is called I know what port and starboard is I have some friends who have sailboats and they're like very into sailing so like I pick up some stuff here and there but mostly when we go sailing I'm just holding on for dear life trying it's kind of Greek to me yeah it is but you know I will say I was on a boat uh, a few days ago um, in Mexico it wasn't a sailboat it was more of a bigger motorboat Um, and you know, I was bracing myself for getting sick because it would, you know, drive fast, but then it would stop and idle because are you, are you a a sick boat person? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like a sick Uh, in the back of mm -hmm. an Uber kind of person. I mean, I won't barf, but I, like when I was a kid, I used to actually like have to pull over, like my dad had to pull over and I'd actually puke, but now I just get really nauseous. It's just uncomfortable. Mm, And, but I never actually get sick. Um, the boat thing is different. So I brought Dramamine, you know, thinking, oh, I'll just, you know, take this. Uh, you know, it depends on the boat. And it, it was interesting because it, when we were actually driving, I was fine. I mean, I, I had to sit in the front and I had to look straight ahead and just like watch the water. But when we stopped, because he let us jump in in the middle of the ocean, which was kind of scary. Um, and, uh, you know, he would just kind of idle for a little bit. That was when I started to feel queasy. Me and my friend that I traveled with, we just kept staring at each other like, oh, here it comes. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? (laughs) But um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So, you know, it's interesting. I've never had seasickness, um, but I'm very familiar with car sickness. I don't really have it anymore. It's something that I, I guess I grew out of weirdly. I, I mean, I can read can in the car now and sure. I don't even care, but I used oh, to not so even jealous. be able to sit in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but on a boat, it's never been an issue for me. Even, even if it's pitching uh, quite a bit and I'm like, I'm pretty uncomfortable right now. I'm yeah. not nauseous. So I don't know. Small victories. I get like travel sickness, like even like flying back on Sunday, I, I felt kind of queasy for a couple of days because it was, you know, it was a long trip and we had some rough, you know, plane rides that like the queasiness kind of held on for a little while. I don't have it anymore, mm. but I was like, man, this is, this is some uh, serious <laughs> travel sickness. But if you guys are tuning, tuning in for the first time, this is the show. <laughs> that Who are we, we Heather? We, uh, Who are the we heck are we? We're two little <laughs> ladies. This is the small and mighty team have such a good day. Sarah and myself, the show that likes to unpack the absurdity of everyday life for hopefully your and our entertainment. How y'all doing out there? You know, I'd love to hear from any of you who currently live in California or were in California the last two weeks because I'm the asshole who left California for the 
precise two weeks of time that we had a very big atmospheric rivers, what they call it, um, huge, huge storms all across California. In fact, I had to weather some of it with what was happening at my properties because we had trees fall. It was pretty wild. And I, I will say I felt guilty. I felt really good. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know a storm was going to hit us. It's not like I planned it, but I did leave well, literally but, but the even day if you did hit. know, like, it's not like you did it. Well, no, no, of course. But I, I felt guilty because I was gone for two solid weeks and I left oh, the I day yeah. that the storm hit. And like, there was a lot of shit that happened. Like, there was a lot of stuff that my people had to deal with because I wasn't here. So um, anyway, totally. I yeah. now the birds are chirping and the sun's out and I, I feel I, like I, I brought the sun the back. Birds. You do? Okay, Snow White over there. <laughs> Jesus, Heather. I'm just um, zipping yeah. a dying up here in uh, North and now. for anybody who's, who's listening, who happens to be in the Northern California area, um, you know, by the time you listen to this, uh, it, it may have gotten better or worse. Um, yeah. we're, we're hopefully getting out of uh, the, the worst of what was a pretty crazy storm all throughout mm -hmm. California um, and, and, and really the Pacific Northwest as well. So, yeah, hope everybody's safe and warm and drying out. Um, and if you're not drying out, you've got great galoshes. <laughs> and a good solid sturdy good umbrella hat. yeah and you know if that you guys too. have any stories please email us at hi at have such a good day.com i got stories but i but i do want to say that i hope everybody's safe um it was a little scary I, I i will say i was slightly envious of the lightning storms i was down in sunny mexico and hearing these stories about these wild like there was like lightning oh, like all day. Absolute... I love lightning and I missed it. I missed it. Well, I don't hate lightning. However, so I've I've probably explained this before. I have a very strange um sleeping situation where I sleep in I don't know like my tiny little apartment. Oh, my little tree house. I love it so. Mm -hmm. But um the, where my bed is there's sort of almost like a dropped ceiling right above the bed itself, even though mm -hmm. the ceiling and the rest of my house is like a, a like a, quite a large A-frame. Uh-huh. But uh, so, but anyway, so the drop ceiling uh, above my bed, but there's also a skylight in that ceiling, which is rad. You know, like you go to bed, you know, on a sun, or not a sunny night, but a starry night. You know, maybe the moon's out, you know, you see a shooting star and you just like, you're just like looking up above your, your head. Pretty cool. Amazing. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it, unparalleled. Mm -hmm. However, during a lightning storm, <laughs> when you're like, oh, okay, it's time for bed. And you're in the middle <laughs> of the woods. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and like put on some comfy PJs and, you know, get into bed and just, you know, maybe like lay on my back and just sort of like look up at the stars and then there's like a crazy lightning bomb um, <laughs> and then thunder that happens a few seconds later and then that happens for the next mm, 30 to 45 minutes mm. uh slightely jarring you're like nope nope i, I felt like i was like in this. like a stanley kubrick movie where it was like <laughs> how much can sarah take <laughs> before before she just has to put her eye pillow on and like turn over <laughs> speaking of um shooting stars i saw one of them it's so interesting how every time i've seen a shooting star i know this sounds weird but 
you, you know, you look up just for a second and you, and you see it and the other person doesn't. And you're like, oh my God, I just looked up. Um, but yeah. I saw one on the beach in Mexico and it looked like a comet. It was huge. I've never seen such a big shooting star before, but it felt like one of those cheesy magical moments where you're like, I was supposed to see that, you know, and you feel like it was just there for you. And, uh, but they are magical. I mean, it is always exciting to see a shooting star. It feels, it's like seeing a rainbow, you know, it's like, Ooh, yeah. the, the earth is magical and uh, there's beautiful things out there. It's, it's a friendly reminder. It is. It is. And as a, a space hater, which I'm like, I like wink, wink. <laughs> like, I don't really hate space. I just don't want to go there. Mm. I like to look at space. That's all I want to do with space. Space <laughs> and I have a spatial relationship. We are good. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yes, a shooting star is, you know, it, space it is, is your nemesis. Sort of. I just don't want to be in it. Yeah. I just want to well, be are. here. Well, you are. You, you, you have to accept the fact that you are in the universe. Um, you're not floating no, out know, in but, the but blackness it's like, but of space. There's, but. there's just, there, I don't know. There are so many people who are so ready to be like, let's get on another planet and see how we make it work. And I'm like, but like Earth is so like, how many places <laughs> you've been on Earth? But I will say... I will say, I think people are either, like if you did a poll with your friends, you may find that like, yeah, one person is very space person. The other person's very ocean person. But when I was on that boat and I was in the middle of the ocean where I could barely <laughs> see land, it made me feel very uncomfortable. So mm. I, I think I would feel the same in space. I'm fascinated by space and I'm fascinated by what's under the water. But when you see a whale pop up you know 20 feet from your boat um and you and you just saw pinocchio um it's uh you know it can be that uh, can be scary too had you just watched pinocchio? i literally just saw pinocchio no joke okay all I right swear. i'm like that's a very specific <laughs> scenario that others just and it was the new the, the guillermo del toro pinocchio you know which oh, has a darkness right. to it but you know the story uh -huh. of pinocchio and the whale i'm not gonna you know, yeah, you know, I spoilers, actually don't but... like that story very much. No, to mm -hmm. be honest, no. Nope. There are a lot of Disney stories where I'm like, it's very problematic. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a good one, reasons. though. I actually thought this Pinocchio was it because it's claymation and it's so well oh, done. Okay. I mean, it's just like it's cool to watch it just for like the animation. Um, but hmm. it, it's a good, it's a good movie. It's well written, and I, I think it's worth seeing. So, how's everything been going, Lanes? Well, Heather, I mean, you know, I, I. I never want to make this podcast uh, about you know Sarah's health journey because it's a big. It old is called "Have Such a Good Day." Sandwich. <laughs> it is, yes. Maybe I'm we should change the title. Day. Trust me, never better. But eat um, your shit but, sandwich. <laughs> yeah, eat it. Um, yeah, like what would that be made of? Mm, don't even want. Mm, don't want to think about it. But um, especially because I have ground beef to eat for dinner later. Yuck. But, Yuck. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of ground beef, um, I am definitely on, you know, I'm, I'm obviously going through chemotherapy right now. Anybody who listens to the show knows that already. I am now um, just now three sessions down of four, uh, which means that I'm almost done. I only have one more. Now that no one has said to me, Hey, and this is, you know, tried and true, we'll never change our minds. There might be 
uh, you know, a variety of things that I have to do after this. Mm -hmm. They could say, well, you need more chemo. You, you know, you, do, you know, here's the radiation thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe neither of those things. But what I'm holding on to right now is that I'm almost done um, with something that has been extremely difficult. And, uh, and I'm really, really happy about that. And what's funny is that, you know, it depends on the day that you catch me on. And I think that there, there are a lot of, I don't know, physical, mental, or hybrid versions of this story that, you know, could be cancer or something else, you know, where somebody would be like, I had a really bad day yesterday, but today I'm better. Mm -hmm. you know, or vice mm -hmm. versa, right? Like yesterday yep. I felt really good and today I don't. Yeah. And that is just sort of the reality of my situation right now. Mm -hmm. And um, that has been kind of problematic for me because I have a job. Well, mm -hmm. I have, you know, I'm a freelancer. So, I mean, I, you know, I have several jobs, you know, I have a life, you know, mm -hmm. I have a personal life, I have family, I have friends, you know, I, I have, you know, things that I have to do, I have chores and errands. And um, we all have up days and down days. And mm -hmm. I think that um, being a person who I, I think I, you know, I traverse that stuff more or less pretty well, you know, mm -hmm. on any given day, um, I have had a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of months and, you know, to the point where I, yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I don't really know how else to say it except that the highs and the lows have been, they've been spiky and mm -hmm. that can sometimes be really hard. Yeah. And, and maybe not even just for me, but like people around me, you know, sure. it's like, you know, you might have a bad day and the next day you're like, boy. That was not a good day. Yeah. You know, like, that was not a good day. Um, and um, there's certainly a lot of personal responsibility to take from that. There's also, you know, some grace to give yourself. Yes, of um, course. You know, when you're going through tough stuff. So, you know, just, just these are things I'm, you know, are swimming in my mind at all times. Yeah, this is your, this is your day-to-day -day reality. So it's, uh, you know, number one, thank you for sharing. And I think everybody would um, say the same. It's a hard thing to share about what you're going through day-to-day -day and, you know, and I'm not blowing smoke, but I know I'm not there every second, but I'm, I'm proud of you. I feel like you've been a real trooper and I know you've had bad days, but you're still, you still have an air of optimism. You're very, um, you're strong. You're strong. I mean, I can, I, I know that it's hard and I, and I, I wish that I could make it less hard. Um, but I'm impressed with how composed and, uh, your, your head seems to be screwed on straight and I applaud you and I, you're at the, you are at the end. And I mean, you are at the, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and that must feel great. Yes, it does. Um, and I'm going to lean into that as long as I can until someone tells me different. Yes, you um, should. But that's, you should. but yeah, that's, that's kind of the update, you know, on my life. I wish I could tell you, oh, and this other really cool, interesting, non-cancer related thing happened to me, but I'll just be honest with y'all. That's kind of all I think about. Um, all I want to do is just get through this period and then like, 
my life comes back to me. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's, I mean, life doesn't go away, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm still alive, but um, there's, there's, um, I, I am, I'm very excited for the next era. Yeah, for my the next chapter. My new pro era. Yeah, dude, it's going to be great. And the thing is, is when your health is in, you know, a bad place, it's kind of hard to think about something else. And I think that's people, everybody would understand that, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like the center of your universe. It's like, there's nothing else matters, you know, until you feel well, better. Also, until you're there's better. no like time to no. think about anything else. You know, like no. somebody will ask me something that is fairly trivial and I'm like, I'll get back to you. Never. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not even trying to be rude. I'm just yeah. like, I'm at Kaiser right now. Like yeah. I'm, you know, like talking to like oncology people or like getting a CT scan or something. It's like, you yeah. just kind of, you just kind of have to like prioritize things and hope that, you know, they, they work themselves out um, sooner than later. Yeah. It's interesting how, you know, I was talking to my sister about, and this is not a, the best like analogy, but we've talked about this on the show. When you lose a family of someone you love, like I lost my parents the last couple of years and mm -hmm. there's people that totally know what to say, know how to communicate um, with you. Uh, and then there's people who don't and don't understand because they haven't been, you know, and it's, it's hard. It's hard 100%. to navigate the world when you know, not everybody totally understands and doesn't know what to say. They mean well, but it's got to be frustrating, you know, mm -hmm. when people don't say the right thing and you're, yeah, I totally. Well, it's very easy to take imagine. it personally. Yeah. It's very easy to be like, whoa, I'm not like worth something better from you. Yeah. Be because you're like taking all of that, you know, you're making it all about you. Yeah. When it really is about the person not having the, you know, the, tools to necessarily deal with something that is so monumental that they don't want to say or do the wrong thing where yep. they just don't even have those feelings inside their own bodies because they haven't gone through it yeah you know exactly. it's like this is such a like a huge conversation we could go is. on and on about it <laughs> but uh but yeah i i i really do think um the more that uh many of us either um experience uh, you know, sort of traumatic events or, you mm -hmm. know, traumatic events within our families or our friends or both, you know, or all three that, um, you know, we, we become more compassionate as we get older. I think so for sure. I, I, I totally think so. Cause and how can you not? Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't get that's through the, life that's, unscathed. That's what you're going to gain out of this. You know, like you're still going to have a lot of heartache, but you're going to have a lot of compassion. Yeah, nobody's living in a Shangri-La, that's for sure. That is for sure. So, yeah, so that's my health update, Heather. But enough about me. Um, you have had quite a whirlwind um, of of life uh, as of late. So, yeah, tell us about it. Speaking of, like, back to reality, you know, I, it's so funny. This back isn't the first time. Life. No, yes, I know. It's so <laughs> It's so funny because um, I knew you would know that song. And this has happened to me however before when I get want. back. However do you need me? And then, like, the... Uh, in fact, Sarah, you have to rewatch that video. It's so great. Like, the way they dance and, like, the movement of the video. It's just, it's so of that era. It's Soul to Soul, by the way. This is the... It was so very popular. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> back uh, in our teen I don't want to Google it, but I'm going to guess it's like, I don't know, like 90. Oh, it's so great. 
It like is... 1990-ish? Let's see. But it's funny because remember how you, I think you said, you said that you, you get these uh, earworms, like these songs in your head oh, yeah. during certain times. Like, and this always is in my head when I'm like kind of facing harsh reality. Um, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's not the worst song to have. No, it's a great song. It's a great song. It yeah. actually makes me feel better about things. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I think it was, what year was that? Gosh. Um, let's see the year. Okay. Soul to soul. <laughs> yeah. Soul to soul. With I'm just going to go ahead and look it up. Uh, I think it was 89. I think it was late eighties. 89. Okay. Yeah, that makes 89. sense. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so that song has been in my head. Um, and it's a great song again, watch the video. It's, it's so great. But um, yeah, so I, I basically, I, I have not been gone. I mean, I, I feel like I've been gone for a while. I was gone for two solid weeks, one week in Oaxaca, and then another week in a small coastal town in Southern Mexico called Puerto Escondido. And I hadn't been to any of those places. I'd been a fair amount around Mexico in the different corners. You know, it was neat to kind of go to a different area. This Oaxaca was very mountainous, which I, you know, reminded me a little bit of San Miguel de Allende, it's further south, but it, it was kind of arid, you know, it, it had, you know, it was, it wasn't on the beach. I mean, it's far enough away from the beach that it just has sure. more of a mountainous yeah. vibe. Um, and it was, it was interesting cause it's not, it's not a cosmopolitan town. It's very provincial. Um, it's, you know, it's not, it's no Mexico city. Um, but, uh, I'm a big fan of Mexico city. You know, Sarah and I actually went to Mexico city together, uh, many years ago. It was super fun. And in fact, we weren't planning on stopping in Mexico city, which we had mixed feelings about, but we were like, we're making our trip too complicated. You can't go everywhere. So we skipped it, mm -hmm. but then we missed our flight to Oaxaca, uh, because of snow in, uh, in the United States. Um, it wasn't our fault. I mean, we, we, we just missed it. Um, it was just a long enough delay and we didn't have enough time to get, you know, to our connection. And it was one of those long travel days where you're like, oh man, what are we going to do? We're either going to like sit at the airport for 10 hours or mm. we're going to go into Mexico city. Cause you know, we landed there and we were kind of stuck there and we we're like, you know, let's go to Mexico city. And like, just cause it's only a 20 minute Uber or yeah, Uber. It's not that far from the airport. And we thought, ah, screw it. Let's go get dinner. It was early enough that we felt that we could have a nice little excursion. And our flight that we rebooked was like later, it was like 24 hours later, basically. So we felt like it was enough time. Anyway, yeah, we actually yeah, had yeah. a great little overnighter in Mexico City, went to like our favorite restaurants, just like walked the city. It was great. Um, you know, it was, I love it was how you're like, we had 24 hours. We went to all we our favorite the entire city. <laughs> Well, it was actually one favorite restaurant, but it was like the favorite restaurant. Um, oh yeah, and it was I it mean, was one that you and I it, went to. That is Lardo. a that is a that is a city to eat well in. My it goodness. is, it is, it is, and it yeah. was nice to kind of get a little bit of Mexico City because Oaxaca was very different. You know, Oaxaca is known for mole, um, and I've never been like a huge. I'm not really. Uh, I never. Mm -hmm. There's a chocolatey thing that, that I'm much. not totally into. I'm not sure. I'm, yeah. I like my my savory food to be savory. And there's a little bit of that sweetness because it's chocolate based. But I did get a chance to really try a variety of mole, which is they're not all dark chocolate looking. There's some that are like 
yellow and orange, like there, there's, there's a range. And so, but, but after I was there for a week, I was like, okay, I want some traditional Mexican food because, you know, a lot of what you get in Oaxaca isn't the typical fare that you might um, assume. But like, isn't it funny that like when we, when you and I think of traditional Mexican food, it's like, we're from California. Oh yeah. hundred percent food. Like we grew up on it, but I think of Los Angeles. That's that. I mean, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Street tacos. That's not what Oaxaca is going to be giving you. Like Mexico is a big old country with all sorts of regional fare. Yeah. And it was neat. I mean, it was such a cool regional experience. I mean, we went um, out of, of the city center, on this little tour in this like textile village and it was all like artists there was like candle makers and it was just it was really it was it felt super authentic you know got to speak a little bit of spanish i wish i would have done a little more duolingo before i left but um you know we got by the person i was traveling with had a better handle on the language so that was good but usually i really like to partake in you know at least trying um you know some of the basic stuff which i I, I did, but I would I, I would have liked to have done better, um, you know. So so that was very food related. We we had some really interesting ex- like dining experiences. Like we actually went to um, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but it was like a it was a it was kind of called a dining experience. You go into this, you know, it's not even a cave, but it's like a it almost looks like a film set. It's just like this very authentic kind of um, setting with like clay pots and, you know, like a clay oven and they cook in front of you all on, you know, they have those mortar and pestles that are like all out of stone and they're like grinding corn in front of you. I love how you're like, it's authentic. There's clay pots everywhere. (laughs) It's hard to explain. It's a very hard thing to explain. I was actually trying to come up with a way to, cause if you see the pictures, you're like, Oh, but um, yeah, it was just they speak in Spanish. They tell you all the you know food they're serving, and they're 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 grinding the food down right in front of you. It's pretty cool. Um, but but what I wanted to mention that um, really struck me is uh, you know all the things that I was worried about pre-trip that we talked about before I left did happen, mm-hmm. did indeed happen. But it was okay. And and the funny thing is is you you know you do spend all this time fabricating what can happen. And you worry more about it when you're ahead of it, when you don't even know if it's going to happen, then it does happen. And then you realize it's okay. You just have to like, you really have to roll with the punches. And I did, I was actually really proud of myself. I, you know, I did get like some kind of food poisoning one night. Um, You know, we missed, we missed several flights. I left my driver's license in Mexico city. You know, we slept in uncomfortable beds. Like we had you know, we showed up at our first Airbnb and there were two guys that just flew in from San Francisco that booked it also. But it was <sighs> they they had a false booking on booking.com. It was a whole thing. But there's fiascos, you know, and you just you kind of have to, like, find the humor in it. And I, I was very proud of myself. I felt I wasn't cranky. Yeah. I felt like like, you know, you know, we just solved the problems and we moved on and, and it got more comfortable. And I would say the last you know, we, we left the crown jewel for the end. Um, we ended up, uh, you know, going to this little surf town, very cute, um, kind of felt like a cross between, uh, I mean, like Burning Man and, uh, I don't know, some, some just early Tulum, like Yucatan kind of vibes. Cause it's a bit of a party coastal town, but like, it's like dirt roads, chickens everywhere, 
the wild Puerto turkeys. Escondido, right? Yeah, Puerto Escondido. Yeah. So it's like, you yeah, know, it's, it's, a it's rough around the edges. Yeah. But it's yeah. like you still can get like an acai bowl. And it's like, you know, it's kind of got this interesting mix of um, wellness versus uh, yeah. chaos, you know? Um, it was it was neat. And we had this really interesting Airbnb. <laughs> wellness and chaos. Perfect. Wellness and chaos. <laughs> My kind of town. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what I strive for in life wellness with a little yeah, bit like, of chaos can I be as healthy as possible but yeah. give me some chaos yeah, throw in a little hey, bit of chaos I don't want to be bored um it's true and and you know it, it's um you know it, it's a fun environment because there's lots of you know how in Mexico I mean there's lots of dogs running around and they don't have leashes on but they're really friendly and they're just they seem really happy because they're just they're roaming around. Dogs. They're yeah, yeah, they're kind of they're like on a mission. They're always running and their tails are wagging and they're kind of like they come in and out of these restaurants and there's even cats. Like cats will jump on your lap and there's chickens and goats and I mean we saw so many animals. You know, we we went on that boat trip. I saw whales and turtles and you know, just schools of dolphins. I mean, it was it was wild. Um at least I didn't get kidnapped or mugged or eaten by a shark. Um, but that that's sort of like the Reader's Digest version of my my trip. There you have it. Definitely a plus. <laughs> Man, Reader's Digest. I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> Remember Dang. when they would Is sell those at the grocery still? store? Like Remember the, when the people used to like aisle? collect Reader's Digests? Yes, totally. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you're talking about dogs and cats, it's like, I uh, depending on the country that you're in, you know, mm. a variety of monkeys, um, cows, even mm -hmm. elephants, you yeah. know, may come yep. up and be like, "Hello, would you like to share your <laughs> breakfast with me?" <laughs> totally. Um, in fact, I've I've had a couple not cool encounters with monkeys uh, in India. <laughs> India, I'm looking at you, Rajasthan. <laughs> um, yeah, really aggressive. Uh, we're like, I was like, oh, that was my breakfast. I guess it's yours now. Like he just came took, up and stole it. Took the whole damn tray. Yeah. <laughs> well, monkeys are, you know, they're. You know, they're basically people. Like they know what they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. He, he took he took my entire. He's like, look, there's a like there's a stupid tourist. Juice. Like, <laughs> quite a few things. Anyway, um, well, it sounds like you had an adventure, and that is that's the fun of it, right? Well, that's, I will say the well, point. We talked about this uh, in a previous episode, and you know, I was saying like, what I really need is just to kick it with a book on a beach somewhere mellow and not move around a lot. This was a little more moving around than I wanted in theory, but then I realized the adventure, you know, is so valuable. You know, the discomfort, the um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel like we lugged our suitcases a little cause we, you know, we, we booked it last minute so that there was some, there were some longer, you know, itineraries than we would normally have had. Um, but a part of that like pain and suffering is, I don't know there. It's like what we talked about is like, it, it sort of adds to the, um, the lesson of it all, you know, and you come back feeling like accomplished as opposed to. Mm -hmm just staying at a nice resort and like laying on your butt the whole time. Cause I think that gets boring. Yeah. So yeah. yeah whenever it was, it was somebody, whenever somebody asks me, you know, like, I don't know if we get into like the conversation of travel, like, you know, the, the obvious one is what, what's the favorite place you, you know, the best place you've ever been where I'm like, okay, hard to, you know, <laughs> quantify that. It totally mm -hmm. depends on what you want, but you know, whatever. But sometimes when people say, well, what's the worst place you've ever been? It's like, 
I mean, I've been in some places where I'm like, wouldn't want to go back there again. Did yeah. not like that. But yeah. I also feel like it was still enriching because I can say that. Yes, totally. Instead of just not knowing one way or another, it's like, no, I've been there and here's why I didn't have a good experience or, yeah. you know, here's why I feel like the, you know, it, it might not be the right, you know, next destination for you. Mm -hmm. I don't think you lose. No, I mean, you well, don't. I mean, if you lose a limb or something, then you're losing. Yeah. But 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 travel in general i just i don't know i feel like you just you you really only gain well it's funny too because you know you come back to you know in mexico you can't you really need to avoid drinking the water out of the faucet like when you're in the shower you don't want to like drink a lot of the water because it can make you sick um you know the the when we were on the in, at the beach location you know the roads are like bottom the bottom of creek beds they're these narrow alleys that are so some of them are so treacherous and you're you kind of almost can't wear shoes because i mean we wore flip-flops pretty much the whole time but you get so dirty you get so dusty and dirty and you know coming from a place where you know i don't know i guess i wore more shoes and i i don't know if the word is civilized but like you you kind of go to a place that's a little outside your comfort zone but then you kind of lean into it and it's like really fun and cool and different and then and then you but it's slightly easier being home because you're used to it and you can drink the water in the shower and not worry about things that you worried about on vacation but there's something about that that makes you feel alive it's just like it's like a, it's just it, it throws you into um, yeah. a yeah. new environment. Discomfort is yeah. a, a, a strange sense of comfort going it forward. It is. Um, yeah, it is. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. For the record. For the record. <laughs> and like, let's just call me a superhuman, even though clearly <laughs> I'm not because I'm like dying yeah, of are. cancer right now. I'm not dying. but Don't say yeah. that. No, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Knock on wood, everybody. No, yeah. Nobody's dying. But... I have never subscribed to the whole don't drink the water in Mexico. I have drank so much water in Mexico, never got sick once. You know, well, aren't so you I'm not, special. I'm not, I'm not, do not. You got a no. stomach, stomach of steel. Do, do what I say, not as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. But uh, I, I just, I don't know. I've I don't never know. cared very I don't much. know what got me sick, um, but I think it was food poisoning because it was like just one of those flash like overnight kind of sicknesses where you felt better the next day. But the funny thing yeah. was, was that was the one night we kind of partied. Like I didn't even drink very much on the trip. I actually probably drank less, which was very ironic because um, most, most people you do would like just dry January. Yeah. Just like drinking wine with dinner. Like I, I really lost a taste for alcohol, especially mezcal because we did a mezcal tasting that night before I got sick and I was fine the whole night I was fine till like midnight totally fine did not feel one iota of but then, illness but then at it like two in to, the morning yeah mm. it was like all night and so that's why I think it was food poisoning but we ate at a nice restaurant so I don't really know I don't know what happened maybe it was the mezcal but I couldn't drink there mezcal are so the rest many of the so many variables you know yeah just travel and yeah like just funny germs and you know who knows yep. Yep. Who indeed. Knows? Well, so Heather, I uh, <laughs> I had a conversation. I I have these conversations periodically, but I had one this morning that made me laugh um, with a friend who was. Um, I'm going to try to describe the story on a high level because I'm not trying to blow up anybody's spot. But <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be anyway. But um, the idea that 
you might get added to like a group text or like sure. a WhatsApp a group yep. text, yep. you know, for example. And, you know, all of a sudden it's sort of like, ah, now you're getting all these messages and it's like, uh -huh. what's this about? And maybe you want to be in it, maybe you don't. And the etiquette of all of that. Yeah. Now I am of the mind of like, dude, if it's not super relevant to me, just don't add me because <laughs> I'm busy and yeah. I don't need my phone going off any more yeah. than it already does. But, but, but it goes a step further in this particular situation, the WhatsApp group that uh, my friend was being added to without her knowledge or consent <laughs> was um, yeah, like something that was like, it wasn't like something crazy. It was, you know, like a connection tool. Yeah. But it was, it, it was sort of like structured along the lines of, okay, so um, thank you for, you know, you are now invited, you are now invited to this group and uh, you need to like tell everybody a paragraph about yourself um, and also like, you know, what's like the best advice you've gotten to like help the world recently mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, so hold on a second. So I just got added to this WhatsApp group. This is not me, by the way, this is again, adding total, uh, but got added to the WhatsApp group and now I am, I have an action item, okay. uh, where I have to like tell everybody like, Hey everybody. I'm Sarah. Here's who I am. Mm -hmm. And here's like, here's the best I advice I got recently, you know, like mm -hmm. in order to like help the planet. Now helping the planet is a great idea, but stuff like this grinds my gears like nothing else. <laughs> um, so when my friend was explaining this to me, I was laughing. I'm like, Oh God, I would just like ignore everybody. Like you can't like rope me into things like that and then yeah. demand that I like do something that I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it got me thinking of like, okay, well, the, probably the, um, the, the, the person who had sort of put this together was trying to create structure around, sure. okay, let me, um, let me get a, a bunch of, uh, maybe not like-minded, but like cool people together that I care about. Mm -hmm. And we can start some sort of cool discourse about the world. <laughs> that's fine you know that's there's nothing wrong with doing that but you've got the people who love structure and then you have the people who are more on the other side of the spectrum like me where I'm like <laughs> you know can we just like not like go around the room and like say something nice about the birthday can we girl like, could, could we yeah could we just like not do that I mean I'm here <laughs> like, like, like too much structure makes me crazy. Yeah. But I also am a person who misses flights and is, <laughs> you know, chronically late to things. So it's like, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that structure is a bad thing. I think sometimes <laughs> not enough structure, you know, causes me to like drop balls, but it's just a, it's, I see this a lot, especially in, you know, I, I was joking earlier about social media not being fun anymore. I mean, there's plenty of fun still to be had, but there is a lot of, there's a lot of structure that I see in people that I know. Sometimes they're close friends of mine. Sometimes they're more just, you know, people that I have seen around or maybe I've only met once type thing, mm -hmm. but you see it a lot. You know, somebody plans a party and let's say it's, you know, let's say it's you, Heather, and you say, all right, uh, 10 of my best friends are coming to my party and we're gonna, you know, have this like fun curated dinner and it's gonna start at this time. 
and here are the people that I'm inviting and there's only room for 10. So like no plus ones, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, fine, great. <laughs> and then, you know, but like, depending on the person that you are, you might also like create a spreadsheet. So like mm -hmm. everyone has each other's contacts, <laughs> you know, and like sort yeah. of like, and maybe, you know, and where you're coming from and, you know, and here's the address. Oh, I know. I know a lot of spreadsheet people. Yeah. And like all of that stuff is always, I find it sort of like chuckle, chuckle, amusing, but also very helpful Absolutely, because I'm not yeah. really that person. Like I'm just not the person who's going to go that extra mile. I mean, yeah. unless I was like planning like, you know, or a once or or twice or three times in a lifetime event type thing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'd just be like, just show up, you know, if you want to. Mm -hmm. Like, that's more my MO. But uh, there's no there's no right or wrong here, but it does, it, it kind of made me laugh a little bit about the fact that, well, I mean, what I'm laughing at is that there is no right or wrong here. Yeah, It's yeah. It's like, I mean, you don't want to just be like, Oh, I have no plan, you know, so you're just like a shit show all the time and like everyone's annoyed <laughs> with you like that's no good. But like if you're too alpha, yeah. then everyone kind of goes behind your back like, dang, can't they just <laughs> chill out a little bit? Like what in the heck is going on with all these spreadsheets, you know, and like follow up emails and like maybe even a website like who knows a website. And yeah, like, I don't know what the answer is, but I just, I find it, uh, it's, it's a fascinating anthropological study. Oh, it totally is. And I know people like that who, you know, I, I did recently do like a kind of a, a group weekend uh, up at my house and someone did urge me to make a spreadsheet. And I was like, really? This is supposed to be fun. Like, I, I don't, I mean, you know, I associate spreadsheets uh, with work and, um, work and work. Um, so the last right. thing I want to do when I'm doing something social is a spreadsheet, but it does help. In fact, we had a spreadsheet uh, for this trip. I mean, it wasn't very complicated, but we kind of had to break some things down. Um, and it does it does help uh, certain cases. But yeah, it is really funny, the the, the range of of yeah, from from alpha to beta or all the in betweens. Yeah, alpha to I don't know zeta. What, yeah, maybe whatever zeta. the other one is at yeah. the other at, at the other end. Totally. Yeah, it, I mean, like for example, a friend of mine is getting married in a few months, mm -hmm. and she is a um, extremely organized person. Mm -hmm. I would say the height of structure, not in an annoying way, just like that's just the person Who that she is. She is. Yep. And um, that has been extremely helpful to me. I mean, I know more about this wedding than I could possibly <laughs> know. Um, and, you know, it's and you like still knowledge. like, yeah, I totally do. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But um, there, you sorry, kinda, I had to open my black cherry Waterloo. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Carry on. It's fine. I didn't think you were like choking or anything. Um, Black cherry Waterloo sounds pretty good, mm. but yeah, it's uh, it's. I think I think it's a it's a great skill uh, to uh, you know to uh, to have a lot of structure. Sometimes though, I feel like it comes out in funny ways. Now it does. you know, planning your own wedding is not one of those situations. Obviously, it's like, mm -hmm. dude, you got to do it. You know, yeah. or like everyone's gonna be wandering around asking you questions day up. <laughs> But when it comes to like, so sort of like a WhatsApp group, like, here's our intention. 
of mm -hmm. this group <laughs> who have been cordially invited and here are the things that you need to do in order to stay in good graces with this group it's like oh get the fuck out of here it's really funny because just like yesterday or the day before so i have like splinter groups with this one group and, and so there's like little groups that are smaller um groups uh -huh. from within the group and because the big the big chat is like 12 people and it kind of overwhelms me and i tend to stay out of that a lot but it's it's constantly yeah. going it's like it's just it's a it has a life it has a life it's a of machine. its own it's it's sentient it's sentient and then but then there'll there'll be a splinter group that like i just got added to one that was the polar opposite of what you're talking about it was just like about cats um super cash <laughs> you know like very just like no there's there is no obligation here at all whatsoever and i go i was like yes oh i love this and then i've got my you know i've got a i've got a bunch of little groups that are you know some are more demanding than others but but yeah it is a funny conversation that we should come back to uh there's um yeah there's a lot to unpack yeah. there 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 definitely is yeah i i use this expression quite a bit i i really like the idea of this, this is just like the the idea of like the power of suggestion and um i use it a lot when i when i am explaining i don't know like i don't know movies and i mean there's certain things i i recall using this expression a lot to refer to but this is something i thought about before my trip and i did bring it up on the show when i was preparing uh mentally for this trip because as we said um, you know, going away for two weeks when you have a business to run and there's a lot of responsibility and you have to do a lot of you know, prepping. And I had to kind of, you know, I, I, I did a lot of mental, not a lot, but just like throughout the day, I'd just be like, okay, so, you know, things are going to happen. You're going to be out of your comfort zone and just, you keep your chill. And I told myself, I said, you know, you, <laughs> I'm talking to you, um, you know, learn, they take the time on this trip to get back into the moment. Not that I'm not in the moment, but like, you know, it, it, it was, it was sort of like not a new year's resolution, but it was something that I wanted to work on, on this trip, be constructive about. So I told myself, self, try to be in the moment as much as possible, even when shit hits the fan. Um, you know, let things roll off your back, like, you know, and, and I did, and I, and I really think that the power of suggestion, which is kind of the idea of, and I, you can do it to yourself and you can do it to other people is sort of this, you know, kind of influencing something to happen by talking about it or like sort of realizing it, you know? And so I kind of was mm -hmm. building myself up for, okay, like things are going to happen that are going to be uncomfortable or whatnot. So just take this time like like as a monk would do like practice being zen you know in the moment and i did and there were lots of occasions where i had to like okay okay what do we do now you know like let's keep our calm you know and uh you know figure this out and don't get too upset about it that kind of thing and i and i really i'm proud of myself it's weird it's like i i i was very aware of the fact that my power of suggestion that I did before I left did help. And I feel like I'm kind of on another level with practicing being in the moment, you know, because I can be impatient and I can like want to move on to the next thing. And I just, I learned things about myself that, or I was reminded 
about things about myself and I, I didn't give myself enough credit. You know, I, I really uh, realized how tough and resilient I am and that, you know, you get in these comfort zones in your routine and in your home life and you forget what it's like being on the road and being uncomfortable and being thrown into the mix, you know? And, mm -hmm. and I, it was really interesting. I feel like empowered in a way a little bit because it sort of, it reminded me of like who I am at the core and it just felt really cool to tap into that again. So if any of y'all out there feel like you have to, I mean, I think we all have things that we have to remind ourselves and help pump, pump ourselves up for, um, you know, various things. Uh, the power of suggestion is, is quite powerful. Um, so I don't know, email us if you have thoughts on this. Hi, have such a good day.com. Indeed. Yes. What have you suggested to yourself that has worked? We would what like hasn't to worked? Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. It doesn't always work. <laughs> I'm like, power of suggestion. Will win the lottery. Will win the lottery. <laughs> hasn't happened yet, Heather. I also don't play. But boy, do my neighbors play the lotto. I'll really? tell you. How do you know it, that? Oh, yeah. How do I know? Because yeah. they buy tickets in front of me at Sam's Market. Mm. Um, Got it. No, it's it's uh, you know, lotto people are lotto people. No, they are. It's kind I know. of like, yeah, I you know, it's it's you you know, you got uh, got a couple extra bucks, and it's like, why not? You know, mm -hmm. like I might win fifteen billion dollars today. Mm -hmm. I mean, you won't, but you 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 don't have a zero percent chance mm -hmm. you have an almost zero percent chance yeah but it's not exactly zero <laughs> um i i don't know i could yeah the lotto is that's my dad used to play the lotto so i mean i'm familiar with the lotto i occasionally but, uh, will buy a ticket but very occasionally i'm not i'm just not a gambler i'm not i don't like to throw money either. away uh i don't know i don't know but uh, no, I know I'm missing the gene. I don't. I do. I I will not become a gambling addict, which is a good thing. It is. Uh, I you know don't want to don't want to do that. Uh, not Chips that and salsa addict. Plays a lot on the other a hand. gambling addict, but I I just <laughs> I I'm like I'm missing I'm missing the chip in my brain where this is fun. Yeah, it just isn't fun to me. I do think it's I'm a just chip. like, oh, I just yeah, like I just. I just could have like set the money on fire in my backyard. And that's okay. I, There's more time for other activities. You know, you can't, uh, you can't love everything. Yeah, definitely can't, but you can love, uh, being Us. one of our patrons <laughs> because we certainly love you being one of our patrons. Uh, if, if you're listening to the show, um, and, uh, it's the free version, then you're not a patron, uh, but you could be one. And becoming a patron, uh, by the way, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about directly supporting the show as a patron. Uh, Ad-free uh, versions of the show. Uh, we, uh, we we never want to make anybody pay for this. Uh, but you will hear ads otherwise. And that might be fine with you. If you say, you know, I'd like to, you know, kick a little back to Heather and Sarah for Doing the doing the good work that they do. Um, that is saving the how, world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> saving the world one day at a time. That's what we do. Uh, but uh, but uh, but Patreon is is where we have a community of folks who directly support us, and we really really appreciate that. Uh, for everybody who already does, um, if you're on the fence, uh, give it a look. See if it works for you. One of the fun things we always tell people about is our Discord. Um, if you can part with $5 a month or at any point, but $5 minimum, 
Um, you can join our Discord and chat with us. Um, we're on the back channel with uh, some of the fine folks who have been with us from the very beginning um, and, you know, and, and, and ways in between. And we love y'all and we really, really appreciate your support. And, you know, if you have any ideas for, you know, Heather and I are always threatening to uh, go back to Patreon and like figure out we're our new tiers. And it's, you know, it's a new year. I'm sick. You know, we're, we're going to get back on to like some sort of like uh, n- normalized plane. Yeah, um, we are. Over the next month or so. And then, you know, and then let's talk. But if you have any ideas in the meantime, we'd love to hear them. And a good way to get a hold of us is hi at havesuchagoodday.com. Uh, yeah. And uh, power of suggestion. Become a patron. Become That's a patron. Right. I'm suggesting <laughs> get in our discord you know we've been it's been a bit crickets in our discord uh the last uh, few weeks holidays a little bit i'm traveling there's a lot going on in our lives it, it kind of it happens you know it's like anything things come and go things ebb and flow um but uh but yeah so mm, let's uh, <laughs> uh sarah it's always so great to see you <laughs> Thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. I love it. Like, I, I love it. It's like, this is like the end of an Oprah interview. Sarah, so good to it's see you. It's been as wonderful. Always. It's been what we yeah. have to get. Yeah. We got to get coffee we really, sometime. You know, we really unpack some things today. <laughs> it has been fun. There's a lot of other things I want to unpack next time. So I will write myself a note and try to remember it for next week. But in the meantime, before we unpack more things, I will be Heather. You will be Heather and I will be Sarah forever. Yeah. Have such a good day. Beats. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.